0: Hey Coconuts, welcome back to another weekly episode of Market Updates, where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. Reggie's in the house this week, he heard his name last week on Market Updates and suddenly, he's appeared. So there is three of us this episode. We're going to talk about three topics, right? Start off with crypto, a few more hackings this past week, so we're going to touch on that. Community always wants us to talk about Palantir, so here we are, Q2 earnings. Is it a miss? Is it a go? Find out here. And last but not least, AMD earnings. I think uh, this one is flying under the radar. So come in, listen, see if it's a good one for your portfolio. All right, let's get to it. Hey, coconuts. Welcome back to Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. Anthony.
1: Oh, we have a and third person today. Yes, Reggie.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I I, I follow your call since last week. I mean I heard I heard the last week's episode, I was like, oh, you
0: See lah, Anthony, we like, okay, say one thing,
1: then I'm suddenly yeah. out of nowhere, Reggie <laughs> just appears. I, I I should I should say his Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> tuning in from all the way from Wales. <laughs> I, I
1: should say his name and I need to pay bills, right? It's like, oh, okay, I need to pay a restaurant bill. Reggie. <laughs> 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 then, then he turns out and pays for it. <laughs> Us exactly. and you shall be given yes, a genie <laughs>
2: just appears. But yeah Happy to be back on the show right? I uh, heard your request So I've kindly made my time yes, Happy <laughs> National yes. Day
0: Yes, happy National Day to everyone We are recording this on the 9th of <laughs> August So I uh, hope you guys uh, watched mm. the, the National Day Parade uh, if not wearing red or white, unlike our, our pal Reggie here. People in grey.
1: Somebody think he oversees very
0: big, lah. <laughs> la.
2: No
1: need
0: to follow the Yeah, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: Bro, guys, I, I moved on. I'm riding the dragon here. You know? <laughs> Wait, you know it's a Welsh flag, right? There's a dragon on oh, the Oh, is Welsh it a dragon? Flag. Yeah, it's okay, a dragon. Cool. Yeah, so. It's a dragon. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, not just Chinese people do dragon. Yeah, okay. is. This do is St. George and the dragon and it's slaying that. Right. <laughs> Mm. Mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. Yes. 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 Is
2: that kind Bro, you were so you were so totally win no, like I'm, pop I'm, quizzes. I'm, 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 <laughs> you know, so I'm,
1: I'm terrible, at pop. Toilet, right? I'm terrible at pop, so I need somebody <laughs> to do that. But yes, you can <laughs> Especially yeah, we if we totally cannot find a team sponsors. Team. We'll a <laughs> we just want to win pop quizzes. Yeah, we
2: need to go win pop quizzes to keep the.
0: Agreed, agree. hey, Tuesday is a penny black, right? We can try and get penny black to sponsor as well. Yeah, when we get that. We really go in there.
2: Huh? That's that's where to find sponsors. I okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. All
0: right, all right, coconuts. I, now that we have literally digressed quite a fair bit with, with our Venta, let's get right to what we're talking about today. Right? There, we have a couple of stories for you. Firstly, it's a week of crypto hacks. So we are going to be dissecting that for you. Secondly, Palantir had its earnings call. You know, We, we covered it in Q1. We have a lot of requests from our, our coconuts that want us to cover it. So here we are with Q2. And last but not least... AMD earnings with the up conducting right. semiconductor growth stock alright right. to kick things off Anthony take us away what happened with crypto uh? everything happens
1: in crypto right I mean you know and, true, and especially man. losing money losing money happens in crypto all the, the time the question
0: <laughs> I should be asking actually Anthony is what doesn't happen in crypto <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay like you you make money sometimes too, so so it's not too bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, we we were talking like last week or two weeks back about the nomad hack, right? And and million was lost. And we were like, oh, ah, yeah, no big deal, you know. And and that was a bit. And I mean, the the developing story there is that they they tried to plead for money back. Um, they they maybe got some of it. they, they tried to you know kind of turn it into a bounty and all that. So so yeah, the usual like, right? People steal your money. You 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 pray for them to return it. Um, you know, and sometimes they do because then it's legally because then if they return it and they Why? keep a portion, that's actually income, right? It's no longer illegal, right? Whereas if they kept the stolen <laughs> money, then that's stolen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's like, oh, okay, right. that that's one interesting way of reframing the question. Yeah. That's a real world,
2: guys. <laughs> That's uh, a real so, no moment
1: happened, um, more interestingly, uh, there, there was this news about Solana wallets getting drained. So, this was just, you, know, you would log into a wallet and you realize that money was no longer there, like literally. Um, and, and this happened wow. on, on quite a few hot wallets on the Solana blockchain. So, so they're equivalent of Metamask now that people lost money, right? Um, Only about 5 million lost, so so no big deal. I think where it was a big deal was it's kind of that you know, people always thought at least that wallets were relatively safe, right? See. So, so you don't really expect MetaMask to be hacked, or uh, and I think this just kind of shows. So, that there's more vulnerabilities in, in the ecosystem, and you know, uh, but I think you know, yeah. you, if you enter crypto, you just kind of expect to lose money, lah. You know that, that that that's about it. it, it it's so new now, <laughs> and you know, there, there's so many things going on, and it's slightly hard to keep track. And, and then the last one, and, and I think this was most interesting to me, is, is kind of a legal hack, right? So so the US OFAC, which is kind of their sanctions regulator, sanctions Tornado Cash, which is a, a privacy... I think they're, they're more... Uh, I don't know to call it an app. They are, they're more like a privacy-enabled part of Ethereum where they, they essentially money launder, right? You you know, because all transactions are the blockchain, <laughs> um, you can see all the wallet addresses, you can see how much is mo- pushed around, you transfer it to Tornado, they... they tumble it around kind of like a washing machine and you know they, they makes it through mm. different transactions and it comes back out with that then it becomes quasi untraceable right yeah. so money laundering is the obvious purpose uh. to mine but of course there's other things like you know you, you, you don't want everything to be on blockchain right 100% transparency is stupid anyway so so there's legitimate users it's a bit mm. like BitTorrent right a lot of piracy but also legitimate users but OFAC mm. has come and sanctioned them and and this is going to be you know The big thing, I think, because I mean, we we talk about regulating crypto and all that, right? Now you have Mm -hmm. a a very big sanctions regulator, which, with the ability to freeze assets of any US entity or anywhere in the world or any asset actually in the US, you can freeze them. And that is going to really. So you we've know, about decentralization. Government cannot come in. We will see. This is the test, right? Can the government come in to stop things like this from happening? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And and I think that's the that's the main thing, right? Because for so long it's been it's been decentralized, decentralized. But you are starting to see a lot of big central power. What is it? Big well, capital? Or is it big government <laughs> coming to try to kind of? I think the, the decentralization
1: the space, right? is always a bit of a screen, right? Like I think. Three, three, four weeks back, AWS went down. And when AWS went down, several blockchains went down Mm. as well. So how decentralized are you really? Right? Yeah, oh, so, so you them. know, yes, I think yes, yes. everybody thinks of decentralization in in the decision making mechanism and the blockchain, but there's so many other parts of the ecosystem, and and not all of them can be decentralized because that would just be horribly inefficient. It, it doesn't make sense really to to do it that way. So all Web three is or all whatever new platform comes out of this is you you have to find a different choke point. Right? Maybe it's AWS. Maybe you manage to decentralize mm-hmm. the cloud service providers, and it's something else. But there will always be a choke point, and, and whoever holds that choke point will, will make money. It's like the platforms in the Web2 world, right? And and that's kind of what I think, you know, if you want to make money off this, mm. this is what you kind of need to look out for. But yeah, interesting. I love mm. crypto. Crypto was fun. Interesting.
0: <laughs> for a second, yeah, but, like going, okay, going all just, the way back, going... Going all yep. the way back, Anthony, you'd mentioned BitTorrent, and I was like, "Whoa, that's a blast from the past." Um, when when yeah, you were know, comparing right? <laughs> the, the, the the money laundering and all this, I actually didn't know this this existed. So that was that was a pretty good insight from
1: you, man. This is awesome. Yeah, clearly we have not had the need to launder money like all of us here. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> okay, wait, and Anthony, I, and then the question is: so then, how is this thing going to develop? like i i mean i'm still kind of like really lost in the space of like okay so there are a few things that are kind of working you know you have, mm-hmm. you have a few core ideas here but then where, where are we going with this whole thing because yeah it, it just seems very messy at this point I, I think you know a lot of people are just talking about <laughs> oh, lose money lose money at this mm-hmm. point in time. so i'm just kind of curious like where all these big guys trying to enter this space like yeah what, what are we what are we shooting for
1: well, I mean if if I knew exactly where I was going, I wouldn't be here. I'll right? be retired. <laughs> well, so I would still be here, I I'll just be retired. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> but you know, I think. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you you kind of have to you know, I I think as with a lot of things, it, it's just being open to what might happen, right? I mean, you you don't I mean, I don't think anybody created the internet with the hopes of creating, you know, Uber or Deliveroo, right? That that was never the end goal. You know, it's you create an Definitely. ecosystem, you create a platform, and then things happen, and you you know let creativity happen. You let you let. It, it, there's always this kind of meandering process, right? And mm-hmm. you know, which is mm-hmm. rooted in technology. So I, I think that's the way we kind of have to think about it, right? It's not about predicting that the killer app ten years from now now because nobody has probably conceived it yet. I don't think it's about creating like decentralized Twitter, decentralized Facebook because. The, the actual version of Twitter and Facebook kind of work well, right? I mean, you, you can all decentralize yeah. Spotify because, mm-hmm. well, Spotify actually kind of works well. Maybe you want to change risk allocation a bit, pay, pay your creators a bit more, um, what, what have you. But, you know, how do you get a critical mass? Is it really that important? Probably not, right? I, I wish people paid us more, but you know, probably not. So, you know, I, I think it's really just <laughs> being open and being exposed and looking to see what makes sense to you. Right. And mm-hmm. and being able to put money behind it when you think you've identified something. And I think that the openness is, is key to me and, and the ability to keep track and, and to keep absorbing is, is key to me more than you know where, where is this going because it, it could go nowhere. Right. And and the reality is, you know, not every mm-hmm. technological change or breakthrough leads to a, a big change in the world, right? So and and these things take decades to develop you know, without a clear plan inside. So, yeah, just just go along for fun. Um, Maybe it turns out well, maybe it doesn't. If you want to speculate, treat it like gambling money, just, just buy a few, you know, take profits quickly, and, and move on with life. Right? I mean, if if I were to make... Okay, but, 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 I would say, if I were to make a career switch into Web3 or, or crypto, right? So so not just, you know, I, I want to buy coins to invest. If I were to make a career switch in like VC and all that, I would be looking at the picks and shovel providers, right? So things like Infura, you know, the, the people who create the hard wallets, the the people who create ledgers, um and, and all that. Or the people who create like blockchain scanners. Because no matter what you do on the blockchain, sooner or later you'll come across these companies. Right. And and that is probably, you know, where you you the the platform will be that and there will be a point where you can leverage of it and you know have great margins and great expansion. So you're talking about that infrastructure angle. All right. That's what you said. You yep. just go into.
2: Yes. No, uh, platform is a little bit more the infrastructure, but I, I get I get what you're saying. Right. Mm. Essentially, you you want to play with the, you want to play on the platform and not like the design company that is designing in part of the. Platform. Yeah. I, I mean, look, the the know, design like, company uh, will will yeah.
1: capture a lot of the value, right? Like the apps will be the ones capturing the mm, value mm, more mm. than Android, for example, right? To to use the the map tool and a but at the end of the day. You don't know what the apps are now, so your best play is really just to play on the web too first, and then when the apps really come up, you know, and they you can start seeing real traction. That's when you go into the apps. I think we are probably too early there. I mean, people get hacked all the time. How how do you yeah, buy an app and, and okay, that as a killer that's, app? That's, that's a, crazy. That's a viewpoint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> but people do that, you know, day in day out. Right? There are tons of newsletters that try to tell you that's a next big killer app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, so of course, hey, and, and, and there could stocks, be, right?
1: and there could be, but yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how much? I mean, even if you throw hundred dollars at each of them, no, know, like thousands of yeah. projects, right? There's hundred k down. How yeah, how are you going yeah. to keep doing this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Where do you Fair think point? this will go, Reggie? Fair
0: point.
2: I honestly have no real clue. I'm like the angkong in this space, you know. When I look <laughs> at it, I'm like, okay, very cool, very interesting. I mean, I've been following on the side for a while, like, uh, you know, I I haven't been in the in the market for like crypto in the longest time, and I was like, oh, very interesting. At least from from like eight years ago when I first got to know of it to where it is today, it's like, whoa, it's a fucking world of difference, mm-hmm. right? So things have developed a lot, a lot, you know. By this point in time, yeah. I think there are more things that are more certain that will make money that I don't need to put my money. <laughs> I don't know. Does that make sense? It, it, yep. it's, it's like, it's like you know, uh, there, there are a lot of things that you can yeah. buy now that is like, okay, I'm quite certain this will make me money in the next decade. I'm good enough. You know, like, do I really need to play this game? I, I'm not sure, right? So, uh, But I, I have come to a position where I will be acquiring some very basic you know low level kind of coins not 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 going for that whole like big fancy new projects you know very like you know your your, your Bitcoin ether your psV whatever those like very basic level one level two kind of stuff and I, I will not go a further you know into the space I will be like oh very nice very interesting right <laughs> so I'm, I'm just observing on the side but but re- <laughs> yeah I do
0: yeah
2: yeah, yeah 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 yeah, we we are, we're gonna mint coconut NFT, and all of you will be our first round, right? You you take our first round, you come in as a private placement, and then we go out do events. <laughs> so pretty much that's the standard at this point. In time. So it's kind of funny, but but anyway, I think that's kind of where my position is, right? Okay, it looks like it's interesting. Prices are, are down, you know, and all these bad news. A uh, bad news is always blood on the streets, but on the streets, it's always very interesting time, right? So it's a, it's an okay time to allocate a little bit, you know, to kind of acquire some of the basic stuff, you know, to to have your fit in kind of deep a little bit, but. Hey, honestly, bro. At, at this point in time, the market is like filled with things to buy. I right? so, so a lot of things that you know, yeah. like, it's not also interesting. Hey, that one also interesting. That one also interesting. Yeah, it just feels like it just feels like there's bargain everywhere. I got not enough money to buy everything, right? So, um, yeah. At at least at least I'm I'm in that position, now. Yeah, and that makes sense. does it make sense, guys?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's uh, it's all about risk appetite, right? And you know, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, if if and k- kind of what I feel about crypto is, if you put one percent in, then that it's kind of very little point because it, mm. it's if you put one percent in, you're, you're probably not going to buy anything, you no, know, very speculative. So even if it ten yeah. times over five years, you you could get some equity returns like that as well. You know, it, it's mm. not pushing out the i think at at this stage now bitcoin ethereum that they kind of are like high beta tech, right yeah yeah. so in in terms of price movements and volatility so so that isn't much of the yeah that that is a much of you're not gonna uh, get breakthrough
2: you're not gonna get breakthrough returns you know But, but i like i said right like there are a lot of things to play and i'm playing the field that i'm familiar with which is essentially the stocks right so, if I've, I'm familiar in the space, then play to play to your strengths I think is still uh, a good way to look at things.
1: And also, I, I do think we, we should start doing bonds. No, we really should yeah, start yeah, doing yeah, bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think there are, there are some good stuff to talk about, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit more about bonds. But at least at this point in time, that is my base case and my base idea for crypto, answering Rakesh. Mm, cool.
0: Awesome, man. Thanks, thanks for that, Anthony. Uh, now that we have taken quite a lot of time on that one. I'm <laughs> just kidding. We'll... Uh, Move. We'll move yeah. swiftly on to the second story. Uh, all right. So, for our coconuts out there, uh, number two story is Palantir. Right. We we always cover this stock mainly because uh, we get asked to cover this stock <laughs> in all in all panels. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about their earnings now. Why? I, yeah, I,
1: I, don't, I don't quite know. get we, it.
0: We, people sliding to our DMs. All we're here for <laughs> is to please the community. So keep listening. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I, I should get to listening to your stocky gun. What? You haven't. Come on. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> if you if you've missed
0: our stocky out, please go to our <laughs> stocky gun and listen to it. Uh basically Palantir came back with their earnings. They have actually beat re- they have beaten revenue estimates for for Q2, which is a which is decent, I guess, because actually Q1 they reduced their forecast, uh right, at the end of at the end of Q one. However, they missed the EPS by two cents. So it came in at one cent and then the market was expecting three. Um, but I think a couple of things to note, and if you listen to our stock geek out, uh, you will know that mainly Palantir is a government contracted right most of their most of their revenue comes from the government. And they've been saying for a very long time that they wanted to move technically downstream into the large corporations, right? Into the mass market, into all of these people besides your Airbus, besides your Boeing, besides the government and CIA, I think, right? And that's what they're trying to prove with this earnings, Q2 earnings. So to put some figures here, US revenue grew 45%. They're predominantly very, very big in the US. Overall grew 26%. However, US commercial revenue grew 120% with their customer base growing 250%.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So actually that's that's pretty decent. That's not bad. Okay. That's a good thing. Right? And they were saying that they I mean the CEO was here trying to talk a bit more about yeah. you know um you know who are these people and why and wh- what the bigger market is that they need to go after. So he was saying that he's trying to go after healthcare tech companies. Your um right for example digital transformation okay. across pharma insurance biotech regulatory authorities stuff like that um and these this this was literally his his spiel as he as he goes through right um before a little bit more on you know comparing with human figures um reggie been very quiet what's mm. some of your thoughts you've you've studied palantir before
2: i mean i've looked at them for a while and i had geek out also about this and i think um <clears throat> It's it's one of those companies that you know you have a quirky founder, a lot of news coverage because of the quirky founder, mm. and they work with some of the big boys, you know. So yeah, they 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 can make some money in at least up till now, but going forward, I feel like one of their biggest biggest kink at this point in time is they are super closed loop, right? They they don't have they don't they are not building an ecosystem on top of it, right? So so then it, in other words, they're gonna kind of develop everything in house you know, all the time. And I feel like in, in today's market, when you're playing with data, right, it will be too slow if you're going to do it yourself. that way. Mm. You know, so at, at this point, all the leading, all the leading develop, developing platform, whether it's Shopify, Square, you know, um, Salesforce, you know, all, all of them, right? They they all have a developer marketplace within it, right? So they built the base level, okay? And then on top of it, people build small little things on top of it. So then the whole ecosystem grows super quickly. You know, and for for Palantir at this point in time, yeah, they're just they're just super close loop, right? Everything it's in house, it's in their own thing, and I get that they're playing with like what they call sensitive data, right? So the thing is, I know that they are gonna make money. I know that they're gonna go somewhere, but I don't know if this format can go very far in today's space. You know, that does it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, because it's just it's just times times have changed. A lot of these things can. Yeah, to put it bluntly, software development is not as difficult today as compared to before. Right. So, um, yeah, I d I, I I don't know, right? I've I've been having this like, oh yeah, you know, it's an okay company, pretty good, but is it the next big thing? I don't know. Mm. And if it's not the next big thing, then am I invest what am I investing for? Because at this point in time, most people going in are looking for the next big thing.
0: Hmm, you get what you mean, in terms of growth. So, I mean, put it put it forth, and then I'll, I'll move to Anthony because I know he's waiting to speak. Uh, <laughs> and and yes, you, you no, no, no I, I have nothing
1: good to say about Palantir. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth an idea, right? Yes, Reggie, I think you're right. <laughs> the closed loop idea is is to a certain extent detrimental to their growth. Um, but is that the reason why they're focused on these companies? Right? You look at pharma or insurance or regulatory authorities. So these people need dedicated servers. These people need a closed loop environment in that sense. So you go after those people and then keep your retention high.
2: Yeah. So okay, I I I get what you're saying. It's like, you know, SAF they have to have a closed loop yeah. system on some level, yeah. right? Some things need to be secret, right? But even they are waking up to the idea that, you know, you cannot just everything closed loop. So you need you need some sort of uh, it, it'll be it'll be better if I can hear something like you know, there will be some level of, uh, you know, closed-loop system where it's it's within us and then we're going to build like a developer ecosystem where you can kind of build on top of it, right? So then how do we regulate this thing? But you already have like other platforms playing around with mm. this kind of data management, you know, whether it's Snowflake and so some other guys, right? So that honestly, there's no lack of players in this space at this point in time. It's just so happened that, Palantir is working in an environment that is very secretive, right? So they have a core group of audience that is is there, but can they really go further? I mean, I I, I don't know. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, come
1: tell me all the shit that you want to say about things. Palantir. Come, come, come. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, la I mean, I, I I thought and and this was kind of interesting to me. Um, was you know, I their core business really is government, right? And one of the big Supposed advantages of, of a government buyer is that they are not that inflation sensitive, they are not mm. that macro sensitive because the budget mm. is the budget and you have to spend it anyway, right? So, so you know, you, you know and, and from that perspective, if, if that's still their mm. core, right, then that's resilience, right? You know, you in, in this uncertain environment where everybody is naming macro and saying, Oh, yeah, things are going to start slowing down, your core mm. business is mm. still going to be strong in a sense, right? And you know, I mean. And, and to me, I, I just never had that good an impression of Palantir because to me, mm. they always felt like a consultancy, right? And and as great as, you know, consultants are with, with their models, with, with, as great as consultants are, they don't tend to have very good business models in terms of scaling. They scale laterally, or right? You know, mm. different networks and, and all that. And mm. in terms of kind of, yeah. So, and that is going to be, you know, I think, the, and, and that kind of ties back to, to this whole they need to develop everything themselves, right? If every project is that piecemeal, is that bespoke, you know, how are you going to scale? You, you scale by hiring more manpower and then, then you don't leverage off tech in that sense, right? You are a tech service provider like Essential. You are not a tech tech mm-hmm. where, you know, you do it once and then you sell it a million times. And that I think is, is kind of, if, if that's still no, correct, that's actually, actually the kink that they're, that they're trying I to solve, right?
2: Because when they first started, first 10 years or first 17 years, I can't remember how much, but first 10 plus years, it's all been this kind of bespoke project. And then, you know, the CEO come out and mm. they go thing, and then they package to a few like, what uh, what's yes. the Gotham and a, a few other, like they try to package a few OS, essentially, right? They They package a few OS saying that they can go commercial right mm. and, and that's that's essentially yep. a spiel right they're trying to go commercial and then they, they're gonna go like easy onboarding all that which i get you know and i think it's quite a miracle that they can already do that right because to take from uh like what yeah. you said consultancy you grow laterally right your headcount keeps growing right so instead of doing that they managed to kind of figure out os that can be built upon but to get to the next stage which i think where the company at is is currently at it, it really needs a lot more onboarding a lot quicker all right and I, I i don't know about that part, which is where I, I talk about like open development because that is the best in class idea at this point in time, right You develop a platform, you have a bunch of people on top, and then everybody's happy kind of right and you just kind yeah. of move very quickly um yeah and and that's a part that you know I'm a little bit like hmm. is is this is this where they're going like can they really grow and, and you can really see right given given where it is the the growth is not as well as what um they wanted i right, from 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 about two three years ago when the CEO came out and it's it's not as it's not as like commercial adoption is not as crazy, um for for their product, but they are tr- but they are trading but they are trading at that right.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, may, may, maybe, maybe, maybe that time. Yeah, may, maybe that's why you blame macro, right? Because all, all these companies they don't want to take risks now. You know, they, they so, need to cut down <laughs> discretionary oh, spend. So that that's why their commercial <laughs> no, no. But I think I think the, the the they, they the thing
2: to. that we really need to think about is sometimes about CEO promises and the reality that it play out, right? Like like they they promise big arm you know, and a leg, you know, when they first started, and you you look at the valuation, it's still still pretty nuts, right? So we're we're still we're still kind of pricing in for perfection right we yeah. want to make sure that it's gonna it's gonna grow and grow and grow and pricing profession we don't need to go too too fancy into this idea it's just that they need to compile a super high level over the next five ten years right to to get to the to the numbers that looks like it can make sense and whether can they do that that's the part that you know I'm, i've i been a little bit like hmm, not too sure
0: yeah. i think that's fair i think the other thing to to bring up to coconuts as well right uh, if you are invested in palantir is that they've actually mm-hmm. cut revenue forecast even more um, just to let you know, uh, so I think government contracts that that it's uncertain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're talking about government. I bro, thought, U.S. government. I thought I'd government some government I would bring in the federal No choice, no choice, bro. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. So, I mean, clearly, I I can sense in the room here that uh, we're all saying there are better opportunities out there. <laughs> Um, to no because
2: investment. like I, I think I think exactly like what Rakesh you're saying right it's better opportunities right? because you know about two about how how long about a year plus ago you know everything was sky high right mm. so you want to talk about the next big thing sexy interesting yeah. wow 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 <laughs> you know but at this point in time right it's like hey bro this not very good they're not very good you know the P <laughs> just we just go to school like super low level P evaluation or some of these big tech it's like oh my god what are you waiting for right yeah, so it's like is a lot of a lot of things out there today so I, I, I don't know yeah Mm.
0: Got it. Cool. All right. Moving on to our next topic, AMD. Anthony, take it away. All right.
1: Oh no, I mean AMD. Kind of a semi. I like talking about semis, so, so you know they had earnings, so mm. so we had to bring it up, right? Um. Then and, and I they had what I thought were relatively good earnings. Um. It just. The market didn't agree with me as usual, so so they had as earnings that was good and it went down. So oh well, you know such buy thing. more um, yeah. as usual. I, I think just do what just do yeah. whatever I do, the <laughs> of whatever I do, you almost confirm make money right in in the short term. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, what 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 did they do? They had revenue growth of seventy percent year on year. That's good. Um, and even for the entirety of this financial year, they are still expecting a sixty percent annual growth rate. So. For revenue so i mean that that includes an acquisition that they did earlier this year for, for zealinks but mm-hmm. i mean by all accounts that's great right you know they, they still have tech company margins their gross margins at 54 percent um actual operating margin is what 30 something percent so so still still good um they are not you know they, they are red i mean it's amd they've been around for eons you know? so <laughs> few flow is strong it's nearly a billion a quarter Um, lots of cash very little debt Uh, it's it's just a fundamentally strong company that is you know kind of growing right and which is why i think oh you know in in this kind of market when when everybody's looking at free cash flow when people want to be a bit safer you you kind of want a company that doesn't die and and amd is, is kind of one of those companies um yeah, I think that's that's the headline financials. What, what I think was really interesting and exciting to me is you know, we, we we have been talking about the, the transition to cloud and, and that secular shift and all that. And and with cloud that just means more data centers, right? And you know, AMD I mean, they are not they are the leader product wise in, in that space in, in terms of data center um general processing units, GPUs. Um but you know, and, and this like eighty three percent year growth. And their main competitor Intel actually mm. fell 16% right So so Intel was, is the other competitor for GPUs in data in centers um, the AMD is growing stronger than them and, and has and is kind of taking market share from, from Intel even though you know they're, they're still a bit behind but I think that that's where it's going to get more interesting because as they gain market share they, they compete, they get better products you know that is kind of an irreversible trend right you just keep you know, all the days, all, all data centers that come out will just buy AMD and, and yeah. that's when you accelerate growth. So yeah, I, I think that's spread for specs.
2: And, and I think there's always a arms race, right, in this space, right, for for, for semiconductors or like microchips. Yeah. There's always an arm, yeah. arms race, okay, and and honestly, all these semiconductor microchips, they are all like terms after after it becomes a sector in itself, right? It's it just all sort hardware tech, okay, they're all just hardware, mm-hmm. right, and there's always an arms race in hardware, there's always, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this person this company is faster at this point in time they have a great decade and after that you know while, while this is down the other guy will kind of reconstruct and regroup and come back up right so intel is in a pretty much horrible downtrend because they haven't been investing in r&d for a long time yeah. they've just been doing the whole business business side of things right so um yeah any any thoughts on r&d because i think i think that's still the core problem and the core span uh with all hardware even software companies right you, you need to keep R&D it has, it's an endless loop yep. if you stop then uh, yeah very likely ha- half a decade a lo- later it will you bite die. back you
1: right so yeah what what is the situation <laughs> R&D yes, yes. Um, I think product wise right just in terms of the immediate year they are just pulling ahead of Intel right so so I mean Intel has their problems they have new management which still has problems but well, they problem you know, many years just already. in terms of the next <laughs> yeah, generation of <laughs> Yeah, but but the problem is <laughs> it's getting worse and worse, right? Um, like like I, I remember like sometime early this year or late last year they changed the CEO yeah. and people were like oh this is going to be great they're going back to foundries they are going to you know be, be the full chain the next great US tech company is Intel that, <laughs> sorry that turn around sorry, is taking longer than anticipated to build, right? Um, so so just in terms of you know next gen products, um, AMD is coming up if they are late in, late this year right that, that's their expected timeline um intel was supposed to release their, their next gen product also late this year but but that's been shifted to f- late first maybe second quarter this year so so product wise that's an advantage already, right just in terms of being first to market you know um the, the intel product has been reviewed quite horribly apparently they're burning cash to fix bucks like they could cost 500 bucks and they've made like 12 iterations of, of the same chip Right, so so nobody knows what's going on there. Whether they can even push it out, is it's a different question. So, you know, if we are just talking about this, you know, sector and and if we see this as a growth growth sector, then you know, AMD is is probably going to win the next generation at least, right? And then we we and then two three years later, you know, when when the race comes alive again and it's the following generation, mm. maybe the lead compounds. Sometimes the lead does compound because AMD has been on an uptrend for what, mm. five six years with Lisa Su, right? So you know these things are kind of compounding and, you know, progress begets progress. So, you you, you can't make this, if you can't make this gen, Mm -hmm. then it's unlikely to have, it's unlikely to catch up next gen unless the leader screws up. So, you know, as long as they keep iterating, they they keep producing, you know, they they keep innovating, I think it's... it's I do see a positive there with with,
0: uh, AMD as well, right? Because if you take a look at Intel FCF, I think they were quite high just like a couple of years ago. I think it was... Um, 16 or 20 billion during the. during They've been trying to make money, bro. Yeah. No development, just 2020. Make money.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they need to, they need to yeah. make money and, and, and but actually, pay dividends. Of, yeah, right? they, they are not interested in, in creating yet. a good product. Right.
0: So, mm-hmm. Intel. So that will tell you that they effectively. Yeah. 20 billion worth of FCF in 2020 is gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And and that and that becomes a, mm. a problem, right? Because then how are you going to invest in R and D and and do all that? Because you know, ideally you you but you you do more R and D from your current so cash flow, so from whatever operating cash flows that come out. You know, you don't need to go to borrow. You don't. Need to hope that the government supports <laughs> like you. The went to, went to, went to can rally do Congress, yourself, right? right? I, remember, I was <laughs> no. like, eh? what are you doing here? It's like, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> need moolahs bro. Of course, of course. <laughs>
2: Yeah, recently, recently, yeah, but, yeah, but I think more for chip. foundry. There's a chip thing, yeah, m- more, more yeah. for the foundry bill business bill. than
1: chips, yeah. Yeah, so 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 yeah, you know, I, I think if I think it's promising, right? And and you know, if if the market hasn't recognized it yet, because people still think that mm. AMD mm. is is more of yeah. a you know personal computing and gaming chip company, because it it still is, right? That that's still a bulk of the revenue. Right, and they but, don't catch on this I trend. Mean, just I just want to throw throw out this idea, Because in the this
2: stage. Um, there's so much development over the decade already. At this point in time, you know, people are talking about yep. three nanometer, two nanometer chips, right? So it's it's like going really, really small. Um, mm-hmm. Any thoughts on a seismic shift of technology, mm. like totally shifting out of the the whole silicon chip kind of situation? Of course, it's not going to be now, but I just thought like it's something that we should we should you know kind of throw out a little bit. Um, yeah, well, we'll this—it's not going to be within a decade, like, I don't think it's going to be so quick, but it's just something to note.
1: Well, I think the the next yeah. big leap in computing, if we are ignoring the blockchain, is, is probably quantum computing, right? Yes. Um, you, you yes. kind of see um because because that's just hmm. a different way of processing and information. So, so instead of you know running it through chips and exactly. and all that. You or, or yeah. processing units, you you have a completely different method of computation. So I think that's the the next big thing, right? And and you have mm. seen a few um, quantum computing. Um, they really need the money, actually. On, list. They really respects, need the money to develop. You know, um, zero revenue or like five hundred k revenue, but they are listed, la. <laughs> um, I I would say though, mm. yeah. Well, no, I think private capital, at least up to last year, had had lots of money for for quantum computing, right? Because you you want to to ride the trend twenty years ahead of time. Um, I think fortunately, or unfortunately, it, it is something that, um, you know, it it's always five ten years away. Um, that there is some progress you know, that they have, and, and you, you kind of see it in the news once in a while. They 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 do something quite miraculous, and and you, you but it's nowhere near being ready for commercial use. Right, it's it's <laughs> like I think they can, like process, they can do full processing power for like fifteen seconds, and then the computer just dies. Mm. You know, so so that that's the state yeah, of tech no where rush, we are no now. Rush. Um, it it's yeah. far far away from commercial use. So nice. you know, it's it's a bit like Web three and Web two la, You know, Web two still has a long way to go. You know, no need to cool, rush. Web 3 Thanks for now. that. Same for quantum computing. Yeah. <laughs> please please. What
2: about Nvidia? Wait, just just uh, just just digging your brain on Nvidia. I mean, yeah, they're so kind of like, I know Not they by are they, by Yeah, AMD. I mean they they are they're both vying the same the the same database business, right? It's it's been a core core push for both of them. They they come from they come from different Nvidia. base to begin with, like in terms of their core business, right? what is generating cash flow for them. One is graphic card is GPU it's very different, right? But um in the in the data data space database environment, mm-hmm. um, NVIDIA is doing pretty well. Also, I yeah, yeah, they, they're doing, they're doing
1: really also, really well. So but I, I think you know, um, NVIDIA has mm-hmm. a slightly different focus, right? In, in the sense that you know, I think their next big thing is going to be leveraging of CUDA, which is their um compute united device architecture, and and kind of try to make it more software like, and in in that. Process, um rather than just selling GPUs, um they're they're going to do more automotive and and all of that. So, you know, I think NIV- Nvidia are kind of the the machine learning processing unit leaders, right? And and that's slightly mm-hmm. different in in terms of chips than what AMD is producing. Cool, but, but nice.
0: actually, you yeah, should and, do an Nvidia one. Nvidia is actually still quite big in gaming as well, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, there, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still
1: AMD yeah, yeah, and AMD. They're still huge.
2: They're still huge. That's where they're making the money, right? So, so it's like, yeah. if you look at a business cycle, they're ma- they making money, they're reaping all the cash flow from there and then they're investing in the future. So all the discussion, you know, it's really about like, okay, who is investing? And where? What? What's happening? Yeah, are they seeing traction? And uh, that's why Intel never do that for a decade really. So it's dying, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> that's the core idea. Cool.
0: Awesome guys, that's um, that's good. Actually, Reg, uh, good good to have you on again as we as we wrap up this episode. Hope hope Wales is treating you well. You had some sheep yet?
2: No, bro. Like. <laughs> So, I mean I mean bro I I don't know. Do be wait, actually I don't I don't really see people eat sheep here. Do <laughs> people even sheep? Lem, is it even a thing? Lem, is it even a thing? So, yeah. Lamb, <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's it's not it's I don't it's it's not really on dinner table. No, but I don't really see it here. Like okay. not yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh Welsh cakes. Um I mean like Sunday roast is pretty much the same. Okay. Well, it's just what do people eat? Uh, they, they, they do it. Yes. So it's it's uh it's like carrots, raisins, like a kind of like a slightly doughier butter cookie. Yeah, like a doughier. So it's like kind of like, it's like it's like butter cookie meets pancakes, you know. Mm. Uh, but it's like a, a bit heavier, and then with like raisins, carrots inside. It's really nice. Um, it's it's like they're scones, you know. Like you, when you think oh, like okay. UK, you think like scones. Cool. <clears throat> yes, yeah. So it's like a, it's like scone, but like half the size and denser. You know, scone is like more ah. fluffy. No, actually, this is more fluffy. It's 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 just not as hard. It's like squishier, fluffy. You know, so like more pancake. More yeah, I was gonna say it's like a uh, scornish pancake. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much what I had so far, and it's my second day here, and uh, maybe next week if you have me on again, I'll share with you more. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome, and bring bring some food for us as well. <laughs>
2: Everyone wants that. I'm not sure, <laughs> but yeah. I'll, I'll, oh wait, wait! I'll be I'll be coming back like next week, and uh, yeah, oh, bow you, coconuts, if you okay. want to hang, I'll be going to just just a shout out, right? Uh, I've, you know, every time I come to show, I'm shout out, my shout out something, right? So, so <laughs> next week, um, if if you guys want to hang, I'll be going to Alan's uh, board game cafe Gaming on the Table. It's an Ishun Safra Sonic Bowl on the 18th. Right, eighteenth of August, eight PM. If you know you want to hang, come over and just play play some board games, you know. Yeah. It's not an organized event. There's nothing organized. Just come and have fun. Yeah. Pay drinks, pay for your games, and then you can play and have fun and get to know people and we can chat.
0: Awesome, man. Good to have you back in the country as well, Reg. It's been a while.
2: Yeah, finally. Yeah, we should hang, guys. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coconuts, thanks again for for tuning in for this week. We'll catch you next week. See you. See ya. Cool. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh. And trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.